0: Are you brave enough to write your epitaph? By now you already should have it down on paper. Why not? You've already written much of it in the pages of your everyday life. If it's true you are the real author of your life, then why rely on someone else's posthumous perspective at relaying your humor and your humanity? And it's time for another unbuckled bumpy ride with your guide, the star-craving lunatic himself. I'm Jim. Let's jump right in again. Welcome to my podcast based on my brand new book, available on Amazon. Live. Life. Lean. L-E-A-N. It's a year-long guide to gratitude and our daily grind. The book that combines some timeless wisdom from a whole lot of the world's wiser people with the reflections, reactions, and wisecracks of the guide's author, me. And it guides you, the reader, through the simplest system for a happy, healthy, authentic, and genuinely grateful everyday experience. I urge you to get the book. Of course I do. I wrote it. It's either Amazon or at my website, amperage.com, A-M-M-P-U-R-A-G-E. But even without it, let's make next week better than last, our next year better than the past, and get started now with today's episode of... Somber holiday, serious observance, somewhat guilty, selfish celebration, But, but I believe that those whom Memorial Day honors... Here in these United States, the ones whom we are to remember for their gifts of sacrifice and service, gifts to us all, I believe they would want us to celebrate this day, probably more than them, on this Memorial Day, a prayer that I read in remembrance of the fallen, out of respect. Today we bow our heads and our hearts to you, Lord, that we may remember those who paid the ultimate price by giving their lives for their country and for their countrymen. We can never be grateful enough for the sacrifices they made, and we are humbled by their willingness to put their own lives aside for the benefit of ours. Most of us they will never have met. Father, carve their sacrifices into our hearts so we may never forget the loss of these heroes and the truest meaning of this Memorial Day. Amen. Now the reason. For the day is to recognize the gift that they gave to the world and each of them gave no less than two amazing inspiring gifts the first was obviously their lives for which we can never thank them either in person or enough the second that they gave was an example an example of a life worth something more because it gave to others something more for many of us in this land of freedom of will and freedom to pursue happiness they gave us a second chance. They gave us another chance in case we squandered our previous chances to live, to live freely and to live fully, and to make that little dash mean something. You know that little dash, right? That little dash on a tombstone. You know, the one between our date of birth and date of death. Yeah. You know, it's funny how those two dates on the tombstone, on grave markers, we have, I mean, everybody, I mean, Everybody knows what those two dates on our tombstones mean but what really matters most is that little dash in between that little dash should be as long and full and big and bold as our life is or was maybe just maybe that little dash should be where we actually start putting our epitaphs i mean really if our epitaph is if our epitaph was our life business plan in hindsight or, or remember me for this in foresight, maybe we should start putting our epitaph in between those two dates of life and death. Or at least, at least take that little dash and add another line underneath it so it looks less like a minus sign, like a subtraction takeaway symbol, and more like an equal sign, like a sum equal symbol, because the most memorable epitaphs do a great job of summing things up just that way. An epitaph... If we will be brave enough to write it ourselves in advance, or in absentia, is a reflection of the life that we have already lived and the life that we still have yet to live. Plant it in the memories for those whom, hopefully, we gave it to as our gift. Not all wrapped up in ourselves. Epitaphs can be interesting. Some interesting epitaph epiphanies? Epiphanies? Epitaph epiphanies? (laughs) P.T. Barnum actually pre-wrote his epitaph and pre-published his own obituary in a newspaper. He did so, so he could read it early. Famous quote, There's a sucker born every minute. Well, that's the quote. It's not actually clear whether Phineas Taylor Barnum, better known to us as P.T. Barnum of Circus and Greatest Showman on Earth fame, really said or wrote, There's a sucker born every minute. But it is apparent that he enjoyed getting the last laugh, even in death. In poor health in 1891, Barnum persuaded a New York newspaper, The Evening Sun, to publish his obituary while he was still alive, so he could read it, we presume, to verify its accuracy and its impact. As it obviously did not deceive the Grim Reaper for come a knock knock knocking on his door, Barnum died just days later at the age of 81. Interesting side note, this was taken actually from P.T. Barnum's self-approved obituary, Just quote this snippet about the then-deceased U.S. General and President, Ulysses S. Grant. It's quoted that Barnum said, obviously not too long before his death, that he would give $1,000 if he had not had to look upon General Grant's face after death. Barnum said, The last impression that one receives of another remains throughout our life, and on that account, I wish for no one to view my remains After I am dead, I want the impression formed of the public in life and strength to remain. Grant, who was a fan of frequent cigar smoking, died of throat cancer in 1885, just six years prior to Barnum. What matters most here is not that they died, or even how they died, but more how they lived, and that is what their epitaph should be all about, what their living was all about. These are some more noteworthy epitaphs of famous folks. They're famous epitaphs that almost bring the stone that they are inscribed on to life. Cartoon voice genius Mel Blanc, who gave voice to characters including Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, and Porky Pig. Respectfully, I will not do my impressions of these. Blanc immortalized one of his most well-known lines on his own tombstone. It read, That's all, folks. Self-deprecating comedian Rodney Dangerfield, who always said he didn't get no respect, had on his tombstone, there goes the neighborhood. Gracie Allen and George Burns, the married comedy duo, that performed together for 36 years in vaudeville radio and television. After her death in 1964, it would be another 30-plus years before they were reunited. On their tombstone, it read... Gracie Allen and George Burns together again. Winston Churchill's epitaph I am ready to meet my maker. Whether my maker is prepared for the great ordeal of meeting me is another matter. The British Prime Minister was also a Nobel laureate for literature, so it's no wonder he wrote his own epitaph. While not on his tombstone, it is a fitting, self described, self tribute. And finally, Martin Luther King Jr.'s epitaph embodies his faith and inspirational spirit, quoting a famous line from one of his most famous speeches, Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty I'm free at last. See, an epitaph is just a mission statement in the past tense. It worked for Reverend King, for Prime Minister Churchill, and for Porky Pig's Papa. But that's not all, folks. And It works, I believe, for me. See, I wrote mine in my early twenties. I'm still living it now, or at least I am trying to. On my stone it will read, Let words be not his legacy, for their power is surreal. But pray his words touch every heart, To laugh and cry and feel. Not bad for a kid in his early twenties. But perhaps... Maybe I should stick with my strengths here and add just a few more end results here. Add on top of to laugh and cry and feel. Maybe I should add, touch every heart to learn more, to earn more, to add to someone else's world a little more, and to navigate beyond our closed and locked doors to somewhere next. And now, more words of wisdom to wow your socks off from the Live Life Lean Guide itself. Entry, page 311. That which does not kill us makes us stronger. Friedrich Nietzsche. And the guide's point of view on this? This one always left me wondering. Do I automatically become stronger? Or do I get to choose to? What do you think about this? Using the Live Life Lean Guided Journal system, what have you learned recently that's new? What have you earned that wasn't just handed to you? Where can you add to the world that's not just about you? Now, be grateful for that, reflect on it, respect it. And, before you navigate somewhere next, remember to like, subscribe, and share this post with someone that you care most about. Thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying your copy of the Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N guide, Enjoying it almost as much as I did creating it. And if you don't have a copy yet, go on over to Amperage.com or Amazon and get started today experiencing the amazing power of knowing every day is literally yours to be grateful about. And you need never feel unfulfilled again. I'm Jim Hall. And until next time, good health, God bless. And now, go get a little dirty learning something new. Earning what's not given to you. Adding to this crazy world that we share and navigating your way to something new and next.